The following is a paid commercial program, and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff, or management. Broadcasting live from the Santa Lucia Highlands through the heart of the Casterville Artichoke Fields, westward to the Elkhorn Slough, and south to the rugged Big Sur coastline, you're listening to What's the Plan? A weekly discussion with local thought leaders about the future of Monterey County. And now, here's your host, Mr. Paul Wyant. Good afternoon, everyone. We have a phenomenal show for you today featuring Mr. Ken Donkersloot. He's a local restaurant owner and philanthropist. But first, let me remind you that if you can't listen here at 1.30 on Saturdays, you can listen to us anytime on pop class platforms like iTunes, Spotify, or you can go to our website, whatstheplanmonterey.com and listen. Well, thanks again. And if you'd like to learn more about Mr. Donker Sloot, you can find you can go to his three websites, realgrill.com, tarpies.com, and montrio.com, three uh, excellent restaurants in the local communities. Uh, welcome to the program, Mr. Donker Sloot. Thank you very much, Paul. Thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to talk to you. I really, I'm looking forward to this conversation. I did a little research, um, and I know you grew up in Canada, in Winnipeg. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, I, before we maybe get into my background, I would point out that we have uh, Coastal Roots Hospitality is our hospitality group that oversees our events and catering and the restaurants. So please go to coastrootshospitality.com if you're interested to learn more about our activities. But uh, yes, I was, um, I grew up in Canada. I was originally born in uh, Michigan, actually. But uh, my parents are Canadian. We've been Canadian, first generation Dutch, henceforth that unique last name. And um, I was born when my dad was just finishing up some university education down in the States. And so I uh, come from a family of six with one foster child also. And uh, for pretty much my entire life, we've lived in Canada. And then since my adult life, I've lived both in the United States and Canada. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. Uh, of course, you, you probably played hockey up there as well. You played and coached hockey. Is, is that true? Or is... That's correct. I played hockey. I've coached hockey uh, in my younger years. Played up to fairly competitive with uh, different organizations until I was 40 and then kind of slowed it down a little bit since then. I I also play hockey and the nearest rink I think is San San Jose at the uh at the the ice rink up there it's they got four sheets and I I'm hoping one day that someone possibly me or somebody will will put a couple sheets of ice here maybe in marina where there's room but it would be awesome yeah, I I uh, I have a couple operations I've had them on my knees and my Feet, ankles because of hockey and I, I i need some more and then when those are done i'm hoping to get back on the ice right now my hockey is limited to when we go back home for christmas with the family we usually have some family uh, games that we participate in or i get a, a few buddies get me out in the ice again most of the time just to laugh at me <laughs> you know but uh, we all think we're younger than we really are and hockey is one that really proves to you that uh, it's tough yep. to be back like you used to play right you can go like 16 seconds full speed and then you're like okay I'm, but uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's what happens when it's that 17 second and then, and then you have no yeah, gas exactly. left and I, I was never you know I, I was I was 
pretty good. I played competitively with a lot of really, really good players. And, um, but I will say that uh, I was never fast and I was, you'll appreciate this. Uh, you know, I sometimes had the opportunity for a, for a breakaway and I was always, where's my teammates? I got to pass it to somebody because I know everyone's going to catch up to me. <laughs> so I was never the speed wheels. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we need to both, we need to team up and move solar for ice America or whatever it's called up there in San Jose and get, get one down here. But, yeah. um, so you went, I got, I, I just want to say this, cause this is the, this, uh, this would be, seem like an incredible sentence anywhere else. You go from studying the behavior of ring seals in the Canadian high Arctic using radio telemetry to it executive. Okay. That, that cannot be a, dra- a straight line. There's gotta be a, a wild path involved there. So how did, how did you go from studying ring seals to it executive? That, uh, this uh, got me. Well, it's, 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 my background's always been about the challenges. I mean, my first love is, is, uh, biology animals and the environment and uh, I actually started off when I graduated from college a little bit early I, I went into chemistry I took my first role was with um, newts and indices you might remember them way back uh, and so I was there as a flavor chemist and I went back to school I, I after that and did a bit more uh, research published a few papers and became heavily involved in uh, different types of research um, mostly with acid rain a lot of work in the high arctic as you said with ring seals uh, population studies uh, studies with um, different marine mammals uh, bioacoustics um, uh, most of my papers that i've published though are are more on biochemistry and and uh, research of uh, an acid rain i uh, ended up uh, working for um, a small research company down here that was supporting the um, Hudson and Housatonic PCB problems with General Electric. And I was actually working for them more kind of like a think tank, their, their organization, but they oversaw all the research for General Electric. I came on board with them and it was uh, a unique experience for me. I went from living up in the north in the polar ice and doing research up in northern Canada to all of a sudden finding ways to, you know, debunk perhaps challenges with, with PCBs and that. And, and it was a challenging experience. And, and um, my wife and I had a really, uh, my fiance at the time had a good heart to heart about that. And I had opportunities before when, when I was in operations, I had a, a company that I ran with my brother and, and I could go both ways. And I discussed it with my wife and, you know, I, this, she hears this conversation a lot because I try not to use it as a weapon, but I, I said to her, I said, you know, well, if you go back to research, it's really hard to have a married life if you're in the field, um, but I'll always be happiest in that type of work, or we can go into the corporate side and I'll make a lot of money. And, and um, you know, we, uh, you know, we had a good heart. And I said, you know, as long as we have a happy home life and a happy family, uh, you know, that's going to be the bigger driver for me. And, and I switched over, transitioned into more um, corporate activities at that time. And, you know, we haven't looked back and it's been challenging a lot of times, uh, but it's afforded us a, a life of that I wouldn't have been able to ever have either if we went down the, the pure science road. So I still stay involved. You know, it's not like you ever leave this. I, I um, have a very good friend of mine who's a, who's a leading ornithologist with owls in, in Canada and, and I help him. I, I always work with him as much as I can to uh, at least stay abreast of what's happening in, in the scientific world. Wow. Yeah. That's a, uh, that just, I mean, you, if you're good at one thing, you're, you're likely to be good at other things. And uh, so you go from, uh, well, that would, that would, does make sense. Cause if you're with GE studying uh, PCBs are used, I think in like hydraulic fluids, lubricants and insulators and stuff like that. Well, it wasn't with GE. We were with, a, so the PCB uh, problem was in the Hudson and Housatonic river in New York state. And uh, you know, it's, it's, 
was really prevalent back in the 90s. And, and uh, there's a they're called environmental impact studies for natural resource damage assessments. Mm-hmm. And so they were going through that type of analysis. And so uh, we were really just looking at the types of research out there and, and finding ways and opportunities to um, poke holes in the research, let's say. But, uh, you know, where, where, where I am now is, uh, you know, analysis and analytics are, is, are analytics. And, and the ability to have an analytical mind is applicable to so many disciplines. And, and you know, your viewership, uh, you know, they probably all appreciate this, too, is, is if you, your thought process of how you solve a problem is consistent no matter what challenge you have in front of you. And, and so, um, you know, I, I, I started off working for a company up in Canada when I went into corporate the first time. It was in between research grants, uh, which are normally happening over the summer months and the winter gets slower. And I worked for um, a large insurance company and, and very quickly I moved up the, the ranks there and I was doing financial analysis and because I had come forward and, and just presented different ways of looking at the data. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, how you open up your mind and, and be willing to find opportunity where you are. Uh, you know, it's, um, I agree. you know, I, yeah. I, I'm very proud of the fact that, that uh, a few years ago, I, I made a decision not to stay involved thoroughly embedded with corporate and my family is the number one priority and our son and and um, I've been blessed I say significantly blessed to be able to take opportunities that allow me to stay focused on my family and still hopefully give back to the community that yeah I uh I, I've similar I was I'm an engineer but now I own a staffing company and uh yeah, I kind of chose to stay here for the family. Um, it's great. Uh, really like that story. And, and I, I'm sure your analytical mind with the operation, there's probably some efficiencies to be found with your three restaurants, especially with catering. And, and there might be synergies for all sorts of things. So there, that, there absolutely be- is. I mean, Tony Toner has done a phenomenal, and, and the uh, Cox family uh, did a phenomenal job of creating three strong, iconic restaurants. And and we're so blessed to be able to to uh, you know take these and, and bring them to the next level of of growth and, and vision. But um, you know it, it is when I decided to leave corporate America. I, I was um, about two years ago. I started working with a merger and acquisition company about different opportunities and and. Um, we we you know we looked at various I would say businesses that were more in tune or aligned with where my background was. But my wife has been in hospitality her whole life, and she has a real passion for it. And this this came up, and we knew we loved the Monterey Peninsula. We love here being here, and we thought it was great for our son, who has a lot of my affinity for sailing and for the ocean. And and so we just really thought this was a great place to really focus and try and find some roots. And and when these restaurants, you know, when we saw this opportunity. Um, we just thought it was really great for ourselves. My wife is, you know, really focusing on the front of the house, that guest experience. And, and she does a great job there of, I'm amazed, you know, we were, had barely taken over two weeks and I was getting knocks on my office from staff saying, well, this person's come in and they really want to meet your wife again. And they want to do this. And, and she, she really is that, uh, the better half and that significant part where people just like to engage. And she brings people into that really comfortable, you know, you're my, you, you know, we really care about you experience. And so on my side on the court, we just it's really been a great fit because um, there is three organizations we know there's a lot of growth for expansion and so being able to take and find the synergies and and uh, look 
for areas of opportunity to save costs and leverage, um, you know, opportunities for buying, opportunities for how we create process and and, and um, grow the restaurants has been, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity there. And when we first looked at these restaurants, you know, I, we bought these restaurants for, for the staff. I mean, we have phenomenal staff here. It, it is just, it's amazing. I, I still am, you know, we're so blessed at how good they are. But when we started here, we went, we came up here, obviously, as you would do, and you, you came in blind and we sat in a couple restaurants, uh, each of the restaurants as, as uh, you know, just ex- immersing ourselves in the experience of each restaurant. And each one of them was consistent. It, it didn't. It was almost like they all knew how to take care of the customers. And it's a testament to how Tony really trained his staff. And so what we're trying to do is is embrace that and grow that, but without losing sight of what it's what's necessary to be remain successful, which is letting everyone feel special and service. We're so proud of uh, Rio Grill, who on the Car- Carmel Golden Pine Cones won best service in a restaurant. And we know that's when we're doing successful if we can keep that going. And, and so uh, that's what we're focusing on. I That that is phenomenal. I want to quote, uh, we'll, we'll be going to a break right now, Mark, but I do want to quote ediblemontereybay.com and what they said about you guys in, in your restaurants in their article. They said, between Rio Grill, Tarpies, and Montreal, they've essentially won every award one would want in local polls, including best overall in their respective cities. Best business lunch, best small bites, best chef, best steakhouse, and best restaurant over 10 years old. So I, you know, you really did uh, pick kind of the, the trifecta in each of the towns because all, all three of them are, are just, um, yeah, just, just. Well, and if you want a humbling experience, it's, it's hearing that thing. I got to, I got to, you know, we got to raise the bar on that and we got to continue to deliver that. So, uh, you know, if anything that I use to make sure I stay focused and committed to our teams, it's that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to talk about Mr. Ken uh, Donkersloot's um, charity work after the break. He's a local restaurant owner and philanthropist. You've been listening to What's the Plan on Central Coast Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101.1 FM. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. For great employees, call Monterey County Express Employment Professionals, 831-920-1230. That's 831-920-1230. Advertising. Love it or hate it, it's a vital tool for business owners to attract customers and earn a living. But some city governments have arbitrary laws about what advertising signs can and cannot say. The First Amendment protects freedom of speech. IJ is committed to defending free speech against excessive and unfair government regulations. Please visit our website today at ij.org to find out how you can help the Institute for Justice. If you're planning an event and searching for the perfect venue, consider the Monterey County Sheriff's Posse Grounds on Old Natividad Road in Salinas. The Posse Grounds has it all. A complete kitchen, barbecue pits. We also have an outdoor stage featuring a large dance area, all in a private setting and wide open spaces. So book your event now. Call 831-444-6267 or visit our website at mcsposse.com. The Monterey County Sheriff's Posse is a not-for-profit organization. Okay, we're just about halfway through the program. Let's get back to more of What's the Plan with your host, Paul Wyant. 
And here he is, Paul. Hey, thank you uh, so much, Mark. I um, I wanted to plug uh, Mr. Donker Sluit's um, main uh, web address one more time. It's Coastal Group Hospitality. Is that right, uh, Ken? Uh, Coastal Roots, R-O-O-T-S, Hospitality. Coastal Roots Hospitality. Ah, Coastal Roots. Yes. Okay, Coastal. I'll put that on my... Uh, on the show notes that are on our page. And I did, before we talk about the charities, I did want to say one thing we kind of brushed over it is you did say you uh, like to sail and you can't beat the Monterey Bay for sailing, but you did sail to Mexico. Is that correct? Yes. We, um, uh, when my son was two and a half years old, oh, wow. uh, we were, we were living in Canada. I had an executive role with uh, power corporation overseeing um, of their five companies, their IT and their, uh, their whole digital presence on e-business solutions. And I had always promised my wife we'd come back to California. My wife had a very high-risk pregnancy, and, and there was reasons we were back in Canada. And it was how I convinced her. I said, okay, we'll go back to California, but we're going to go sailing for a year because we, we both love sailing. And so, yeah, we went sailing for a year when my son was two and a half to three and a half. And um, it was the best decision I personally ever made it for myself as a father to really reconnect and really refocus. I, you know, when we came back from that, I had quite a few offers to work on some pretty significant opportunities. And I just realized they were going to take me away from what I was working so hard, which was, you know, quality time with our, with our family. And so, uh, yeah, we sailed, um, we still sail. We, we don't, um, when we relocated up here, we sold our boat and we're in, I'm in the process of looking at another one, but, uh, yeah, we, we are, um, I have a summer house up in Canada and I have a Hobie cat up there and I still sail that. And we just, if I'm on the water, it, it's, it's the, we have a sailing at the lake, right? If it doesn't matter how bad a day is, if it's a rainy day, it's better than any day at, at anywhere else. And so to me, it's almost like that on the water, you know, I can have the worst day in the world. And if I get out in the water, I, it, it's all good. That's phenomenal. That is, that's really cool. I, uh, so getting to your charities, um, there's a couple, uh, so you, you're donate you do donating some of uh, your local sales, and then you work with interim. I don't I don't know what you want to talk about first, or if you what. Tell well, us about your. Charity. I'll just say you know we think the Monterey Peninsula is a great. It's a very special place without a doubt, and it's 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 so quickly entrenching ourselves in, in our in ours. We had moved up here from Southern California, and. I think that uh, it's also very unique in some of the challenges, you know, the whole the whole valley of, of uh, what's provided. And so we, my wife and I, you know, we are blessed and we wanted to say, how do we continue to give back? And, and we're hoping to do more. And so we started an initiative called Pick It Up, Pay It Forward, where we take um, 10% of all our profits from carryout and we donate it directly to, to um, various charities. And so... We elected because of the pandemic and the challenges with the Monterey Food Bank of, of with uh, the pandemic and the food belt. What we've uh, we you know we had uh, for the first two months starting in I think it was September August September October um, or maybe it was August September I apologize. We uh, we gave ten percent if we raised twenty thousand. My wife and I would match at five thousand. I'm proud to say we we were able to achieve that. We've extended it now through to the end of the year for $50,000 now, um, and that's going directly to the food bank. So when you do order from us and you take carry out, uh, you know, that there's, there's 10%, which is a significant amount of money over time, goes directly to the charity. Uh, we've worked with Interim Inc. Uh, they have, uh, they do a lot of great, 
Great work. And we, uh, one of the challenges they had with the pandemic is they weren't going to be able to provide their meals that they normally did at Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. And so we, we um, asked how we could help and we're preparing the meals for 350 individuals for Thanksgiving and again for Christmas, um, doing all the preparation. The cooks are, are, have been phenomenal at how to execute this and still keep our operations running. And so they, they are stepping ahead and doing that. And, um, we have other charities. We've just started now. Uh, Marcy Bracco with the Buzz PR is our PR marketing individual, and she's been great. She has, uh, you know, we're working on how, what's our charities for next year. And so we have uh, put out a request out, uh, a press release, and now she's working with, I forget the name of the organization that's actually going and canvassing. And I would say if there's any charities out there that would like to be considered, um, you know, it'll be on our website. You can, you can get access and we're picking six charities for next year to continue to focus on and deliver for. Uh, but more importantly, you know, we, we it's it's also all the small ones. I, you know, I don't want to say we don't hear from any charity and we don't find a way to embrace it. But I, I will say that I don't think we've reached, been reached out by anybody and we haven't found a way to give something to them, whether it's gift certificates or, uh, and sometimes it's a lot of gift certificates so that they can donate. Uh, you know, we, we, it's tough times. We've been blessed and we, we are trying to give it back. Uh, you know, we're trying to look more internationally what we can do. Uh, we personally, my wife and I are very um, strong supporters of Samaritan's Purse that gives to a lot of, we believe, good. Operation Christmas Child is something we're trying to find to to embrace. Um, and, you know, we're just, you know, we're just looking for ways that uh, it's, 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 you know, it's creating a great guest experience, uh, which we want to do, which we, we, you know, our staff are, like I mentioned before, are so dedicated to, to doing that. Um, but, you know, we want to just find a way to, to make it a little bit of a difference in our small corner. And not, in, you know, we're not talking big gates philanthropists or anything like that. We're, you know, our small section, we're just trying to find a way to, that we can give some of it back. Well, that, that you know, is super important. Uh, do you, so if, is there another website besides, so you can go to um, your Cal, or I'm sorry, your Coastal Roots Hospitality uh, forward slash pay it forward, pay dash it forward. And that will tell a little bit about one of your channels. If someone gets to wants to get involved in this, is there somewhere they can go or is that? Yeah, they can reach out to us through PR at coastalrootshospitality.com. Um, we are, you know, that's one of the things we've just hit the ground and with COVID, there's been no looking back. And so, you know, our websites are still in the process of being developed. Uh, we will have a, a website specifically for this activity, but if you go to coastalroots.hospitality.com, there'll, there'll be a link there and you can get into uh, some of the activity that we're trying to do. I, I would say that, uh, you know, youth and, well, trafficking is, is, uh, is um, it's a horrific activity. Uh, um, Tim Tebow, if anybody's aware, Tim Tebow is doing some phenomenal, phenomenal work on, on how to remove and, and, and just eliminate trafficking in the world. Uh, we're, we're looking at how can we support some of that. But also uh, the youth is, is really important to us. And, and especially in this area, we uh, are starting to, we're not really ready to share too much, but we're looking at creating some sort of youth drop-in opportunity where um, taking kids off the street and giving them a place to hang out that's clean and clear, you know, fun. Uh, we just think there's a lot of opportunity here. And, and uh, you know, we just want to, you know, we're anybody who's creative that, that thinks that they have some solutions that we'd be interested in, please reach out to us. And we're more than willing to, to look at it. That is, that's great. Have you done any travel? with 
uh, Samaritan's Purse or anything for those? You know, I have. They've offered to take us. My wife and I, prior in our prior roles, they've offered us to to join. I've met Mr. Graham, and and we had opportunities to go with them. I've neglected to do it, and it is only from the reason that. Um, I wanted to do it from my son's perspective. I wanted him to really immerse it. And when we were in Mexico, he did get exposed to that, but he was only two and a half to three and a half. So that's limited. But uh, we, 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 um, I, I neglected and every time they've offered it or had offered it, I said no, because I, um, it's not about us and me and, and it's not about spending money and having us go and see what the operations are. And it's, it's, you know, what we give back. And, and, uh, you know, it's funny, Paul, you had mentioned to me before about organizations and how much is actually going to use or, or value. And, and, uh, somehow I think if I'm going out there and somebody's trying to show me what the money's being spent on, it's not being spent on the right way. Oh yeah. The, uh, you know, what's interesting about a lot of these charities, Samaritan Purse and and you know some of the great things you're doing is I've I've had many friends who are Latter-day Saints I'm not a Latter-day Saint but that mission idea that they do it doesn't necessarily have to have a religious component there's just something about it I was in the military <laughs> about going and 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 working in other cultures it doesn't you know necessarily have to be like I'm going there to save them or anything it just you know working alongside and seeing the know, other cultures and helping yeah. out is a it's a powerful I, thing to do yeah absolutely agree with you I, I think that um you know, no matter what religion it is, it's, it's to help fellow mankind. And, and there wasn't, you know, if you're building a well, for, let's use this as an example, you're building a well for a village in Africa. I mean, they appreciate the well. I don't necessarily think that they're really too concerned about, you know, what's, you know, who created that well other than the results of what that well is. And, and um, you know, if we stay focused on really trying to give back to our community and not really worry so much about, what's the organization that's delivering it and the purpose of that organization, I, you know, I think the rest will speak for itself. And, and so I truly believe that, you know, we, we, we're faith-based, uh, you know, obviously my wife and I have our own religious beliefs, but um, you know, our charities that we do, we're, we're, you know, you can be Latter-day Saints, you can be, uh, you know, um, with Middle East cultures or Buddhism or, or whatever it, it is. It's a regardless, I, you know, I truly believe that uh, all religions are, um, based in love. And, and if we all took that mindset, we'd have a lot less worried of worries in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I have to ask you then, uh, this is a, a somewhat of an abrupt segue, but remember to, uh, the 10%, all the great charity. What are some of your favorite dishes at uh, maybe say Tarpy's Montreal and uh, the Rio Grill? Yeah, you know, that's some of the hardest questions I have to ever answer because at some point, each of the chefs will be hearing this and they'll be, you know, you can't say one restaurant and not offend another one. But um, I will say, uh, you know, my joke is with Tarpies. We'll start off with Tarpies. My joke is with Tarpies. You know, there used to be a commercial a long time ago with Gillette. I like the company so much. The razor so much, I bought the company. Uh-huh. Uh, my joke is, uh, you know, I love the ribs so much. I bought the company because you know, Tarpy's ribs, I, I think they're just, they're, they're fabulous. Phenomenal. Yes. Um, I will say that uh, at Rio Grill, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, things I enjoy. I, I love a good steak, but uh, the Osabuca that uh, Chef Eduardo's developed for our fall menu is, is with venison is, is fabulous. Um, 
And then at, at uh, Montreal, uh, you know, it, there, there's so much there because everything in Montreal, again, is, is really, really good. But uh, I'm going to say that at Montreal, it's either it's a toss up between the duck breast or, or um, just our sirloin steak. You know, it's how you complement everything. The, the new octopus carpaccio that, that Chef Justin has come up with, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, but for us, uh, you know, I think it's hard. It's funny. I just, you know, I had Caesar salad today with, with black and swordfish on it. And, and now I've just got a new favorite. So it's, it's every day, you know, it's, it's, if you're trying to lose weight, don't buy a restaurant. <laughs> so sounds like your overall, your vision is to just do good in the local community and have a greater impact, you know, on the wider community. And I, well, I, think is, we can I mean, I have some corporate visions. We're looking to grow and expand. And, and one of the things we know, there's a real va- value of events and catering on this peninsula. Um, I think that's something that could have been enhanced better. And we are working on um, establishing the three iconic brands under events and catering. And so <laughs> we hired a new director of events and catering, and, and we're creating a vision of how to offer really uh, everything from fine glove catering down to, you know, uh, simple catering at the racetrack and, and uh, provide that type of service with that same great taste that people experience out of the three restaurants that i you know and now it's kind of a, oddly maybe a good time after covid because so much is being reset and so many of those contracts are being rewritten and people rethinking things that they they may be looking for a fresh face to get involved well, it's, so. it's funny we just bought a new catering van and, and the the salesperson said catering are you buying things and i went yeah we invest for the future right yeah. we're not investing for how things are we look to the future and and uh and i'm very confident of, of what the future is and and what we can do to be successful ultimately you know to reach our goals that we have personally that's phenomenal well i uh Thanks. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the program today. That was a, a fantastic conversation. We did. We covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. So, uh, thanks for um, you know playing along because I maybe maybe wasn't as thorough, but hopefully you'll make it back uh, sometime um, and uh, we can uh, talk again. Okay, uh, Ken. Well, thank yeah, you very man. much for your time. Thank you so much. My guest today has been Mr. Ken Donkerslut. Uh, you can find out more about his. Uh, companies and his efforts at CoastalRootsHospitality.com. I'm Paul Wyant, and you've been listening to What's the Plan on Central Coast Power Talk 1460. After the break, oops, excuse me, <laughs> that's the end. Oh, and if, at, I am the owner of Express Employment Professionals Monterey, and we find great people for you. So if you need good people, give us a call today at 831-920-1230. Thanks again, Ken, for coming on the program. And stay tuned for Business Sense Radio with Mr. Edward King up next. Don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. The preceding was a paid commercial program, and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff, or management.